0: welcome to Emerging Trends in Higher Ed. My name is Samantha Wilcox, and I am your moderator for this podcast series. Joining us today is Dr. Aaron Hoffer, professor in the NCU School of Business. We'll be discussing COVID and climate policy research today. Thank you for being with us, Aaron.
1: Thank you very much for that introduction.
0: Absolutely. Well, let's jump in. Now, Aaron. what problem are you trying to solve with your research?
1: Well, my research focuses on um, some current topics today, the dilemma of public policy and behavior change. So what does that mean? Well, we can think about politicians, how they pass bills and legislators create um, new laws and and governors create executive orders. and, And these all are in response to threats and needs that are perceived in the community. And public administration, as you know, we have uh, some strong programs in that area, and public administrators implement those policies they keep services running from libraries to law enforcement, from schools to sewers, if you will. So if you're a resident or a business leader, you know that when uh, policies change, you're being told you must comply, and that means you need to change the way you do things. But we also know that compliance with rules and regulations is really important. It's also a choice, and people make decisions whether to comply, whether to change their behavior, or keep doing things the old way and accept penalties, and this happens all the time. For example, if um, I'm in my car and my seatbelt hurts my neck, I might just decide not to use it, even though it's required by law. Uh, Who does it hurt if I'm injured in an accident? Is that a sound decision for me to make, and what goes into the decision when I start thinking about it? Another example is, um, think of two families who don't want to vaccinate their children for school. What convinces one family to arrange the vaccination and and do it anyway? And what convinces another one to avoid it? So, um, Earlier today, uh, Dr. Michelle Mello of Stanford spoke to this very issue on a Rappaport panel that I heard. It was about COVID-19 and federalism. It was very interesting. She noted that government transparency and participation that citizens have in their government can lead to trust, which is really an important factor in whether people comply with the law. So that's what I'm focusing on.
0: Wow, what incredible research and um, just such a relevant topic right now. Um, Speaking of that, how does that relate to our current situation?
1: Well, exactly. Um, At the end of June, I launched a study to look at the policy and behavior change as a result of COVID-19. As you know, state and local governments have implemented so many policies to fight the virus. Um, Has your mayor or your governor advised you to limit social gatherings to 10 people? Uh, Have you been asked or required to wear a mask in public? When someone from out of state comes to visit you, are they supposed to quarantine for 14 days uh, or are they not even allowed to come, as we've heard recently in some states? So I'm really interested in applying um, research to understand what goes through the mind of everyone when they decide whether or not to comply with these policies, particularly around COVID-19, because it's so important right now for us to understand um, how policymakers can do a better job. So since March, all these cities and states have rolled out policies. They keep changing. They are different from place to place. Um, The Kaiser Family Foundation and another group called Multistate U.S., both publish facts and figures on local policies. And it's amazing to see, you know, uh, from month to month how they've evolved. So I'm studying the public response to these actions. And specifically, I'm launching a study to integrate three really important models of behavior that um, academics have used for many other studies. And they focus on health beliefs, altruism, and intentions, so I'd like to measure the way these three factors, in this case, concern about the virus and its danger to my health, my attitude about what people should do to help others, and the attitude about risk versus reward. Uh, I want to see how all of those shape whether individuals plan to follow the rules.
0: Wow, absolutely. Now, what have other researchers learned about this issue so far?
1: Well, good question. Um, as you can imagine, since March, maybe February, maybe January, uh, researchers have really pivoted to try to understand what's going on with COVID. The um, pandemic is having a a tremendous societal impact around the world. In April, a group of researchers studied the factors of compliance and looked at um, some specific things and came up with conclusions that policymakers could use to uh, to help. And one of the things they suggested is more financial help so that people could comply. Sometimes it's not even really um, an option because my, you know, my living might require on me breaking the rules. So more financial help, also improving messaging to strengthen the moral support for policies. There was another study done by researchers at Northeastern Harvard and Rutgers, and they looked at, the support for social distancing among uh, individuals. And they found out that people were really supportive of it and that they were uncertain about how fast some of the states were opening up. So that was really an interesting insight. And in economics, um, some other researchers have reported that fear of the disease is one of the biggest um, factors for uh, people determining whether they would comply or not. So I think that there's still a lot that we have to learn and so many studies going on right now.
0: Absolutely. Um, Definitely a lot to learn. Um, Now, what impact do you hope to have uh, with your study specifically?
1: Well, so as you know, there's been a lot of um, attention paid to this issue, and the policies are dynamic and they change frequently, and they're still changing uh, pretty much every week. Uh, We all listen with rapt attention to our governors, I think, as they, they do their daily briefings Um, As states progress through these different stages of risk, and and most states have come up with policies related to the CDC's uh, guidance about um, when it would be safe to open up certain kinds of economic activities. So I hope to complete a pilot phase in the next few weeks. I've launched an open-ended survey where I'm trying to gather feedback from people around the country. I would like to gather the text answers that indicate what people are thinking about, uh, along the lines of those three models. And then once I cl- collect that, I will roll out a more extensive quantitative survey based on the um, the data that I collect. And I want to provide insight to policymakers by seeing if we can use that model successfully to fit Uh, our understanding about intentions? Can we understand the subtleties of those factors that influence compliance? And can we help policymakers do a better job of making compliance easy and natural so that people will follow the rules?
0: Now, the vision for the NCU School of Business is to create positive change, value, and impact the way the world does business. How do you see your research connecting to that overall vision?
1: If that's a really, really important um, point because we're talking a lot about public policy and public administration, but within the context of the School of Business, this um, it, it's really important for us to understand how policy impacts business action or business practices, which is one of the overall uh, focus that, uh, that I have on the research even beyond COVID. So the pandemic has taught us that positive change is needed in business and in society. It's a really interesting moment when I think people are taking the time, especially during the stay-at-home period, which we're emerging from now, but, you know, to really think through uh, what is important. Are we doing the things that are the most important for the long term, for our families and for our businesses and for society? So it's amazing to see how fast and uh, uh, the and significant action has been that the world has, has taken to just go underground essentially for several months while we waited out the risk of the virus in many locations you know these policies uh, made that possible so the study provides opportunities for us to learn what else we need to uh, understand to be prepared for the future i think this is going to be really important for business and uh, it you know through covid and beyond
0: absolutely now we talked about your role at ncu but why are you the right person to do this study?
1: Well, at NCU, one of the uh, specific responsibilities I have is for the programs in public administration. That's my background. I studied public policy. Um, you know, I, I work with students that are pursuing master's and doctoral degrees and and uh, coming up with uh, dissertations. So uh, the courses in both business and public administration uh, really give me a, an eye or a, a, an opportunity to focus on Questions of what should policymakers do, and also how are policymakers impacting business uh, practitioners and corporate leaders? So, this integrated behavior model that I'm trying to develop for COVID will actually be useful beyond, I'm hopeful it will be useful for some uh, further studies on environmental policy research. So, you know, we are all really well aware, even before COVID, that. Uh, the world is facing a very serious problem with climate change. We have 10 years to reach carbon, zero carbon, or there'll be even more social disruption. Uh, some people believe in a, what very well-informed people, I'd say that the social disruption of climate change is going to dwarf what we're experiencing now with COVID, which is really unimaginable. And the impacts on business will be very serious. So um, for example, I'm hoping to see North Central University students and faculty gain access to the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change. Um, I'm putting together uh, some paperwork, and I hope to get that approved so that we can become an observer organization, which means an organization like many other academic institutions that can bring people, students, faculty to the meetings, like uh, something we call the Conference of the Parties, which would normally take place every year and bring an international uh, a group of delegates to negotiate agreements like the Paris Agreement. In other words, commitments by countries around the world to address climate change. If um, if if we can do this, it would be an opportunity to study these challenges and to help business leaders um, understand what they need to do and to do some really important research.
0: What an incredible opportunity. Um, and I know we at North Central are so thankful for your expertise in this area um, but what's the next step? How can our listeners get involved?
1: Well, uh, there are lots of ways. On the short term for the COVID study, I'd really appreciate it if listeners would be willing to complete a survey uh, or a video interview, because as I said, I'm gathering the um understanding what's going on in as many states as possible would be great. Um, So there's a website. I don't know if there's a place that we can put links because I could uh, provide some article links attached to the podcast. I'll put my website there and people can go in there and sign up. And it's a very quick survey, 10 minutes to just um, express their opinions, which would be great, very valuable. I'd also encourage people to uh, visit the page and, and stay in touch with the project and, um, and to take a look at some of the other research and literature that's out there about attitudes, about policy impacts on business, and I'm happy to provide some information about that. And then on the other topic, on climate change, I really would encourage listeners to educate themselves. Um, I think it's a pretty controversial issue. I know there are lots of opinions about it. And, um and the best way for us to move forward as a society and to do the right thing is for all of us to just really listen to what is um, being studied, you know, research and what's going on at North Central and everywhere else is, is a, a very important factor in increasing that understanding.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today your expertise, your research. Um, we'll be sure to add those links in the show notes um, for our folks to
1: research on their own. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity to speak to your listeners. And I hope to see people getting involved in uh, changing the world and making a better place.
0: Beautiful. We'll be on the lookout for new episodes in the coming weeks as we hear from others in the NCU community. On behalf of Dr. Aaron Hoffer, this is Samantha Wilcox reminding you that at NCU, you have what it takes to change the world. We offer what it takes to make it happen. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.